Thank you for joining our podcast here at Peninsula Covenant Church. Stay tuned as together we will study God's Word. I'm Brian Wren, your transition lead pastor. It's a joy to be with you today, and it's a joy as usual, whether you are at home today or in the house here to share the Word of God with you. So welcome, welcome. We're so glad that you're with us. We've been in a series uh, called Finding the Way, and it's a study of Psalm 119. We're going through the whole psalm over the whole summer. It's the longest psalm. It's the longest chapter in the Bible, 176 verses. And here's my question for you as we start, as we continue to find the way. The question is this, have you found your psalm yet? Have you found your psalm yet? We're about halfway through, we're at verse 97 of 176, and the reality is, have you found your psalm yet? Open up to page 610 in the Pew Bible, or open up your phone to Psalm 119, and I'm wondering, is there a psalm that you found in here? Maybe it's a line, maybe it's a word. I think of just how this psalm begins. It says, blessed are those who keep his statues and seek him with all his heart. There's a blessing there for those. Blessing means most satisfied. I look at this plea in Psalm 119, 18. Open my eyes that I may see you. Maybe that's what, that, maybe that's what you need. You've been blind to him recently and to the goodness of God. Maybe it's that. Maybe you feel like Psalm 119, 125. I, or Psalm 119.25, I am laid low in the dust. Help me, God. Maybe it's Psalm 119.36 uh, and 37. We preached on this a few weeks ago. Turn my heart towards your statues and not towards selfish gain. Oh, the selfishness within us that we need to run from, don't we? Or how about this? Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Selfishness, worthlessness. Selfishness, worthlessness. Oh, how we need the Lord, don't we? To get us away from that kind of stuff. Maybe it was last week when, or let's go back even two weeks. Maybe it was two weeks because this line touched me, Psalm 119.57. Really simple, really short, but very potent. You are my portion, Lord. In the end, you're all I really need. You are my portion, Lord. Psalm 119.57. Or maybe it was the imagery of last week. Crazy concept that we were referring to as being someone caught up in the smoke. And they used the line, the psalmist used the line in Psalm 119.83. Though I am like a wineskin in the smoke. Though the smoke is around me and I feel brittle and broken. Lord, I love your decrees and I will follow you. So I'm hoping there's a word, there's a phrase, and the good news is those school starts in two weeks. Summer's not over here because we kind of ride it out through the end of August, and we're only halfway through this series, and we'll kick something off different new come September 4th. And so we have a whole month of August for you to still find your psalm. What is the word, the phrase? Maybe it's today, maybe it's already been, but God's word is alive and active and is so beneficial in helping us finding our way. Because here's the goal of this series in the end. It's about three words, and I'm wondering if you've grown in this at all during these last four weeks. Gratitude for just the goodness of God. But you might be wrestling with that based on your circumstances. But gratitude for the goodness of God. How about awe of God's word? Just awe that there's this text that can lead and guide us that was written long ago, prophesied what would be, and still is so relevant to right now. 
Oh, my. That puts me in awe. And then how about dependence? More on God, less on ourselves. More on God, less on ourselves. Just leaning, leaning in. So today as we continue, I have a big idea for you. I call it the big riddle of the day. You should look up on the web the top 100 riddles. They're kind of fun and funny. I'm not really in the riddles, but for some reason I got in the riddles this week. And uh, when I was looking at this psalm, I'm like, oh, there's a riddle in here. And we've been doing this different. Every week you get a slice of the psalm that you're going to sit in for five minutes in just a little bit. We'll make sure you have one if you haven't gotten that. And so the riddle this week is this. What is sweet shines provides safety for those seeking to find their way in life. What is sweet shines and provides safety for those seeking to find their way in life. So let's figure that out. Hey, grab your psalm slice. Could we pass these out if people haven't gotten, or just walk to the back and grab a few. Who needs a slice of the psalm today? We're going to be in Psalm uh, 119.97, and you also need a stick of honey, because if you don't have a stick of honey, this won't taste as good as we're doing this today. So can we make sure people have psalm slices and tastes of honey so that we can do this really, really well today? If you're at home today, I don't know what you're going to do if you're out of honey. So like, go grab your favorite cookie, uh, I don't know, get a candy bar. Whatever is tasty to you and sweet, that'll be beneficial today. So each week, as I said, we sit in a slice of the psalm. Today we're sitting in Psalm 119.97 through 120, and I want you to see if you can figure out the riddle, what is sweet shines and provides safety for those seeking to find their way in life. So what we're going to do, I'm going to give you five minutes, a little less today actually, to just read through this. Marty will play a little background music. And at home, open up your Bibles, the Psalm 119.97 to 120. Read through it. Search for common words. Underline things that stand out to you. And if you get to the what and so what question, do that. But grab a pen. This is your time with the Word of God before the Lord. Enjoy.
give you about 30 more seconds. I hope you're finding something in there that God is speaking to you. That's the power of sitting in the Word of God. There's a lot in here today, isn't there? We usually only deal with two stanzas, uh, which would be 16 verses. Today we're dealing with three. But let's look at the bookends to start. Look how it starts. Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. That's the front bookend. Look at the back last bookend, the last line. My flesh trembles in fear of you. I stand in awe of your law. We were in our pre-meeting this morning at 8.30 praying, and we read through this, and we were taking people's thoughts on it. And one of our uh, folks on our team said, oh, dear, I don't feel this way all the time. And I'm not very good at living this out. Because just look at the first, the bookends. Oh, how I love your law. We don't always love it more than other things, okay? And sometimes it's doesn't taste sweet like we're going to talk about today. And, oh, it says I meditated all day long. Ooh. And that's when the oh dear came out. I'm not very good at meditating on it all day long. And then look at the, the, the other bookend. I stand in awe of your law. One of the things I want to challenge with you today is what do you spend your time meditating on more than what God's wanting for us? What are you more in awe of than what God has for us? I know that's a super high bar, and in our superhumanness, there's a super gap. Did you just see that? Super high bar, love the Lord, or love the law, meditate it all day long, stand in awe of the, the, the law, the word of God, and then our humanness, yeah, God knows that. The, the gap's made up with grace and God's spirit helping us do that. Can we get an amen for that? That's what the gap is filled with there. So grace to you as we move through this today. No shame, no condemnation, just God wanting us to bridge that gap with him more and more. I have three things today I see in here that stand out. This is our riddle. Uh, The riddle being what's sweet, what shines, what provides safety. And the first is this. The word is sweet like honey. It says it in there. The word is sweet like honey. If you get into the passage 103, how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. But look how we get there. The psalmist starts off saying, yes, I love your law. I meditate on it. And then he goes on to say, your commands are always with me and make me wiser. I have more insight than all teachers for I meditate on your statues. I have more understanding than elders, for I obey your precepts. I've kept my feet from evil path, so that I might obey your word. I have not departed from your laws, for you yourself have taught me. And then the exclamation, oh, how sweet are your words to my taste, O Lord. Sweeter than the honey to my mouth. Honey was big back in that time. Remember what the Israelites were promised? A land of milk and? Yeah. 
Honey was abundant. It, 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 it reflected abundance. And if you look where the psalmist has, has started, the psalmist is declaring, Lord, I do meditate. Says it in 97 and in 98. And it's not going to be sweet if you don't end it enough, probably. And then it says, God, it's sweet because it's made me wiser, verse 98. It's given me insight, verse 99. I have more understanding than most because in verse 100. And then, Lord, I'm trying to keep it, trying to keep my feet from evil, and I'm trying not to depart from your law. But this is sweet. It is sweet. I want you to taste how sweet the word is. And we'll either end up in a sticky mess this morning or in a sweet moment here. So do this. This is the easiest way to get into the sweetness. Don't try any other way than this. It's dangerous. All right? Take the bottom and just bend it like that. Don't do anything else with it. It'll just blow up on you, and then you'll be a sticky mess. And now do this. Bite the tip. Did you get it? Bite the tip just a little bit lower than the tip, and it'll blow up into your mouth. Are you with me? Who's in? Raise it if you're in. If you're a sticky mess, uh, lick your fingers and you'll taste it too. Here's what I want you to see. The opposite of sweetness is bitterness. Are you with me on that? The opposite of sweetness is what? Bitterness. And guess what? Most of what the world and life delivers us can be what? Pretty bitter. It can be pretty bitter. But here's what I know. The sweet side of trouble is comfort. You ever found comfort in the Lord in the midst of trouble? Oh, that is sweet. When I got trouble, I need a little comfort, I come back to the Lord. How about this? There's, there's law and truth, but the sweet side of law and truth is what? Oh, it's grace. Oh, how I love grace. It's my favorite five-letter word. Anybody got a better five-letter word than grace that we can live by? How about the lies we believe? Wait, what was that? Maria, he said his wife. That's a better five-letter word. That's pretty good, actually. Maria is pretty sweet, actually, when it came down to it, and Scott's very fortunate. Well done. How about the bitterness of the lies that we believe? The bitterness of the lies, but the sweetness, come on with me, the sweetness of truth when they combat the lies. How about this? Division versus unity, despair versus hope, disease versus healing. How about comparison when you compare yourself to others, but the sweetness when you finally accept, the sweetness, mm, the sweetness of self-acceptance of who you are, and that's how God made you. Doesn't mean he doesn't want to change you, make you more like Christ, but just stop the comparison. That is sweet. How about anxiety versus peace? That is sweet. How about, this is a tough one, damnation versus eternal life. That's about as sweet as it gets, all right? How about just simply death versus life? This is just, I'm not even, I'm not even a, a bit, I'm not even a 20% through the sweetness that is found in here. And I have to move on to show you that the riddle has more. Because it goes on to say this, that the word shines light like a lamp. Did you hear the girls sing it this morning? Did you hear? And wasn't that sweet in that way? It was glorious in that way. But look at verse 105 and how it reads, your word is a lamp to my feet. And realize this comes right after the psalmist declares, 
Oh, your word is sweet. And your word is a lamp to my feet, a light on my path. I want to encourage you to memorize that verse. That verse is one of the core verses that speaks to the goodness of God and speaks to how the word can just light up the direction we are supposed to go and the direction we do not want to go. I want you to think about this, how we follow other lights. We follow other shinier things, but God's light is the best thing that we can actually follow. How about we make up these lamps and like let them lead us places when in the end, God's word is the best lamp that we can follow. It's interesting the deceptiveness of the things that we follow, but I think what we need to do is bring the light of the word into whatever we're following and whoever we're following and be like, God, do you want me to go this way? Will your word clarify that with me? Because your word is a lamp for my feet and light on my path. It also goes on to say that the word provides safety. Go to verse 114. The psalmist, after declaring that your word is a lamp for my feet, goes on to say many things, including if you drop down to verse 11, Lord, I, your statues are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. And then the psalmist goes on to declare in 114, you are my refuge, you are my shield. I put my hope in your word. Have you ever thought of the word as a shield and actually as a refuge? Have you ever had a life problem that you have to actually, I don't know what to do, don't know where to go, but then you end up in the word and you find your way again? That's what the word is for. It is a refuge. It is a shield. I turned 54 last Sunday, and I realized it probably would have been better to be with you than be off. Because it wasn't a typical birthday, and my whole family wasn't around. And to be honest, by the afternoon, I was low on my birthday. And it's okay. I'm not looking for empathy. I'm just telling you the truth, all right? But thanks for caring about me, okay? I really wasn't looking for empathy. I'm just telling you the truth about it. Because in the end, what I realized was I was pondering a lot of what hadn't happened. I'd fallen away from gratitude. Anybody ever done that? I'd lost some awe of how much God has spoken to me over the years. And as a result, I was, you know, by like three in the afternoon, pretty far from dependence on God. And just kind of in my own stuff. Raise two hands, you ever been there? Yeah, we all get there. But as I came back, oh, it was sweet. And as I came back, oh, I could see God enlighten what had been, what is, and what could be. And he became a safety and a refuge. Don't we all need that? Because we all get so, so easily lost. I want you to, to see, uh, be faced with this question right now. Do you believe that the word of God tastes, guides, and protects better than anything else? If you don't, it's okay. Because guess what? There's the gap. And there's your humanity. But there's a spirit that will help you if you lean in to the word of God. Because this is what I know. Look at this quote by uh, Bernard Harrison Ruist. The world is full of seemingly sweeter, shinier, and safer things than God's world. The world is f- full of seemingly sweeter, shinier, and safer things than God's word. 
but they never fully satisfy. Do you remember what the psalmist said in the very beginning of this whole psalm? He said this, Blessed are those who keep his statues, his word, and seek him with all their heart. Blessed means satisfied. The word has something for us that the world can't give us. And here's why. This is a great parallel, and I want you to not lose this. Jesus is called the what? The word, the logos. I love the parallel. And it is said that the word what? Became flesh and dwelt among us. And then if you think about sweet and you think about shiny and you think about safety, Jesus himself said, I am the bread of life. And when I think of Jesus saying that, you know what I think about? I think of him being that sweet Hawaiian bread that I want, I just don't want six of those little things that you can tear off. I want the 12-pack. Anybody else relate? He is the sweet bread of life. And then he says, I am the light of the world. And then he says, I am the good shepherd. So remember the riddle? The riddle, which is what is sweet, shines, and provides safety for those seeking their way in life. It is the word. And... It is Jesus the bread, Jesus the light, and Jesus the good shepherd. So as we go to communion right now, and if you don't have your communion elements, raise your hand and someone will get them to you. I want you to consider where you are with the word. With the word and where you are with Jesus the word. And if you feel like there's a huge gap, Confess it and ask his spirit to help you. Did everybody hear that? If you feel like there's a gap, confess it and ask his spirit to help you. If you've never began or begun a relationship with Jesus, there's someone who needs communion right here. It's as easy as A, B, or C. This is a great way to renew your faith. Acknowledge that God loves you and that you're sinful. Believe Jesus died for you, B. C, commit to following the Spirit in His Word. Thank you for tuning in to our message podcast here at Peninsula Covenant Church. We would love the opportunity to connect with you more. We are located in Redwood City, California, and you can find us online at wearepcc.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by simply searching for We Are PCC.